Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors in over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. This is the word to stand on for life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. The word to stand on for life is a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel in San Antonio. A live call-in show here to help you answer your questions about the Bible and how to apply the word to your daily life. For more information on Calvary Chapel, visit our website, calvarysa.com. Get your Bible questions ready and call in now to 210-340-9585. It's The Word to Stand On for Life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. It's the best day of the week. Welcome to the date day edition of the Word to Stand On for Life. I'm Pastor Ron Arbaugh from Calvary Chapel in San Antonio, Texas. And sitting right beside me is the prettiest girl in Texas. And she's here to take your phone calls and answer questions. Ladies, this isn't exclusively your day, but it's a day where you can call and be encouraged. Um, Ask Paula anything. No question is off limits. And we'll do the best together that we can to answer your questions. All you have to do is dial 210-340-9585. That's 340-9585. You can call toll-free if you live outside the local area by dialing 877-630-KSLR. Numerically, that's 630-5757. You can email questions to us by emailing questions at calvarysa.com. You can send them in via our free Calvary Chapel mobile app. If you're driving in your car, the safest way to call is to Use the free KSLR mobile app. Just hit the call now button and you'll be connected directly to our studio producer. One more time, 340-9585. Paula, welcome to the show. Thank you, baby. Actually, welcome to my day. You've been hanging out with me all day today. It's Thursday, right? Yep. That's what we do. <laughs> and we had a great day. We got up, you know, leisurely. And then since we didn't get to celebrate Pancake Day yesterday, we just figured, what the heck, let's go celebrate it today. So uh, we did that, and while we were there, we got a sweet, sweet blessing. Today was our friend Charles's, is our friend Charles's birthday, and then tomorrow is he and Alicia's anniversary. So double double uh, delight in seeing them. and They just happened to be the pancake place, too. Yep. That's where all the really spiritual guys go to the pancake place. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, they were leaving as we were getting our food, and so we we'll had to make a date and go together one time. But it that was sweet to see them. Um, and my pancakes were great. Um, we had a, another blessing because the lady was was a training. She didn't really pay that close of attention when I said Canadian bacon, not just bacon. So she brought me bacon and you had your bacon. And then Jerry said, didn't you say Canadian bacon? So I had Canadian bacon and you had double bacon. You know, I get pancakes and double bacon, same day. You know, that's a good day, right? That's a good day. That's a good day. Mm -hmm. So anyway, yeah. Come quickly, Jesus. It's okay now. (laughs) (laughs) All is well. We just still want our kids, well, saved. And there's a whole line of, of people we still want saved. But, you know, if you did come today now, you know, you say that everybody who's going to be saved will be saved. And so having had our bacon... And our pancakes, if you come back now, we will be all right. And then having listened to the entire testimony today, uh, um, the place we were headed on the TV, um, I want him to come even quicker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. What a world that we live in. Oh, my God. This world is not our home. Mm. And we have to always remember that. This world is not our home. We are 
in the world, but we're not of the world. And mm -hmm. never did I feel more like that. You know, I hate to be one of those old guys, Paula, that that longs for the good old days. Because I, I, and you know this, I truly believe that the good day is today. That's yeah. the day when we can serve the Lord. But, uh, you know, uh, being a, a, a man my age and having seen our nation change, I just wonder, how did we get here? And, and it's no surprise we've kicked God out of every institution. We've, we've made God a relic. Um, um, uh, we're, we're doing what seems right in our own mind. And, of course, all we have to do is go back to the book of Judges That's and see how well that yep. works out. Yep. And um, uh, you just, how did we get here? Yeah. When conscience doesn't matter any longer. And um, it's, it's just an amazing thing that we're, we're kind of living through experientially here. Yeah. I was really thankful that 4 o'clock came because, you know, I mean, that's all you're listening to is the hearings. It's like, whew, okay, let's go do something else. And so, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like, like Kavanaugh's little girl said, let's pray. So we'll just have to pray for our nation because, well, Jesus said it's going to be like this. So, you know, we're one day closer to him returning. Don't you feel like he should be st standing up, <laughs> least, ready yeah. to come? Oh, my goodness. Kind of doing some stretching exercises yeah, yeah. to get ready to come back. Even he's putting his fingers in his ears going, la, 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 la. I don't want to hear any more of this. And you know, I, I had back. this image when you said that, um, and you've heard me teach this before, but... Um, you know, when, when we see Jesus seated at the right hand of his Father in heaven, uh, it's a picture that represents completion. The work is done. And he sits down. And there's only one time that man has seen him stand up. Mm -hmm. And that was Stephen. Stephen. Yeah. Um, the heavens opened. He saw Jesus standing at the right hand of the Father to receive him into heaven, almost as though Jesus were giving him a standing ovation. Mm -hmm. um, I, I often think about, well, Jesus, are you starting to stand yes. up? Yes. You know, yes. are you starting to, to yeah. come back? The, the time must certainly be near. Yeah, it has to be near. I, I'm just, well, I'm ready. So, you know, and my preferred <laughs> mode is the rapture. So yeah. <laughs> everybody, one, two, three, that's it. Come on, Jesus. Maybe he'll, he'll hear us. Paul, one, let me, two, take, let me take a minute Jesus. here to, to remind the audience I did yesterday, and I will again tomorrow. Uh, but this Saturday at 1 o'clock here at Calvary Chapel, we have a young women's conference, young women from 7th grade to 12th grade. Uh, our high school, uh, our youth pastor and his wife, uh, Michelle, uh, will be leading it. And uh, it's free. It doesn't cost anything at all. Um, parents, it's a good place for your daughter to be, especially given the world that we live in. Um, it's an opportunity to, to Lord, uh, sort of let things be set right uh, in their hearts and minds to at least give them clarity. And our goal, Paula, is, is uh, of course, uh, we can't dictate the choices that people make as they grow. Mm -hmm. um, but we want them to be without excuse if they make the wrong choices. Yeah. We want them to remember this day if they're tempted sexually or if they're tempted uh, to do things uh, that, that other kids are doing but they know are wrong. Mm -hmm. um, we want them to, to remember this day, you know, when they heard it and they knew it was true. And, and just maybe, who knows, with the help of the Holy Spirit, um, they'll not sin. They'll not make the decision. Uh, and if they do, uh, and I know we're going to talk about this a little bit today. If they do, um, then they will they will repent and get right with the Lord. So that's this Saturday at Calvary Chapel of San Antonio at 1 o'clock. Uh, all you have to do is show up. We'd love to have you. It goes to what time do you know? I do not. I think 1 to 4. One, probably 1. Yeah, 1 to 4. 1 to 4 o'clock. So um, parents, you can double back and pick up your kids at about 4 o'clock. But, but they will have fun. Uh, there'll be worship, of course, and uh, but 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 mostly just teaching from the Word of God. And they'll probably have their hearts broken a little bit as well, um, and that's always a good thing when you when the the finger of the Holy Spirit is pointing at at your our hearts or their hearts to say, "Oh wow, there's some course corrections that I need to make." Yeah. yeah. Um, it's kind of funny because, not in a ha-ha way, but Michelle is the youngest of the 11 pastor's wives here. And yet, on Saturday, she's a Titus II woman. 
they'll call her yes ma'am and miss michelle or you know and she's gonna feel uh, like me older yeah mm-hmm. I'll, I'll love that they'll look at nelly and michelle and think what do you know about what i'm going through yeah you guys are ancient relics and yeah things. yeah that's uh, the coolest thing it's like christianity 101 um because michi and you know we all have a testimony we all have been there and done that. And so we can turn around and say, yeah, but I want to spare you from any pain that I've already um, either suffered or inflicted. And so please listen. You know, we can we can now be used to comfort those with the comfort we ourselves have received. We can also um, help to eliminate some of the um, discipline, you know, loving as it is, uh, if they make the wrong choices. Yeah. And those consequences, some of those consequences at this age of people they're talking to are are huge. You know, we're talking children, having children. Um, yeah. Moms and dads don't realize it, but when they're, their daughters get pregnant, yeah. their whole life changes. Yeah. You lose they, your virginity once. Yeah, they got to start all over. Yeah. Uh, for 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 you, you parents out there, you know the Bible says it three times in the Song of Songs. Um, do not awaken desire mm-hmm. uh, before it's time. Yeah. And unfortunately, with the world that we live in, that desire has already been awakened. Oh yeah. And so now we've got to prepare our children to deal with it. It's not enough to say, "Well, don't." Mm-hmm. Um, we've got to prepare them to deal with a world that's going to put enormous pressure on them to be involved in all kinds of sinful things. We're not just talking about sex, but in all kinds of things. Yeah. And um, um, the world's already sort of push that button mm-hmm. and um, so so your kids need to be equipped to deal with it so yeah. that's this Saturday at 1 o'clock mm-hmm. uh, here at Calvary Chapel of San Antonio yeah uh, Paul you got to go to a wedding yesterday you you were the I self, did you were the self-appointed matron of honor huh? I, I sure was <laughs> I heard you say that there was going to be you, you said Zeke and Marcia and I was like they said they weren't getting married until the 20th of October and, and we weren't going to be here I was like, oh, man, but congratulations, you guys are doing the right thing, you know. And so when I heard you say there's gonna be, they were going to get married tomorrow, I texted Pastor Ken right away. I, I know I'm listening to the show, but I texted Pastor Ken, what time's the wedding? What time's the wedding? Because I really feel like I should be over there. And so I get here, because he said 415 in fourth grade class, and you should have seen there had to be probably, I don't know, 15, 20 of the kids who wanted to be witnesses at the at the wedding? Oh, the fourth graders. Yep. Oh, how cool! Uh, fourth graders and and all the way up. I mean, yeah. Cool. Erica was there. Uh huh. Some of the other older kids, and then some of the adults were like, "A wedding? No way!" And then they put their head in the door, and some some came in. Um, but yeah. Um, so when I came up here really fast, I was like, "You said the twentieth, but I'm so happy you're doing this today." And uh, I'm looking around our church, you know tacky as it is. And so I, I said, she got to have a bouquet. So there were some plastic yellow roses over there, the best kind for me because I'm allergic. And say, Why do you keep saying your church is tacky? Hello. Flowers. <laughs> <laughs> have you been here? Um, and so some yellow flowers that she had on this really pretty uh, like uh, cover up on the top. It had some nice color flowers in there. And so the other um, flowers along with the yellow plastic roses, the silk ones matched in her outfit so I was like here and then I said, give me the rings because I just became the matron of honor <laughs> whether you want me to or not so they were it was cute and then uh, Pastor Brian was there filming the whole thing and it was a good thing we were there because Pastor Ken who did the wedding needed a couple of witnesses you know <laughs> and so oh yeah it was so much fun and um Pastor Kim was saying, we had just read, you and I had read in the morning, um, Isaiah 43 and 44. Well, he referenced from Isaiah 43 of um, forget forget those things that are behind, you know, and look forward to the things that are, forget the former days, and I'm doing a new thing, do you not perceive it? And um, so he was able to talk about their sinful life before and yet just getting right today 
what they have to look forward to. And so it was really, really fun. And so, you know, I got to hand them. Whenever Pastor Ken said, uh, where are the rings? I would say, right here, <laughs> with the Matron of Honor. Thank you very much, you know, kind of thing. And so I was able to hand the rings to them. And it was really, really sweet. And then when, when Pastor Ken um, announced them for the first time, though they've been living together and they got three kids, but for the first time, Mr. and Mrs., you know, and they turn around and those kids and the adults were like, yeah, you should have seen their faces, Ron. <laughs> you should let the fourth graders be witnesses on the marriage license. That's what yeah. That's that what you do. They could just curse <laughs> Scramble. Right, curse, no, right, cursive. Yeah. They, they, they write good. They write really good. Yeah. Big, but, but good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 340-9585. We'd love your live calls and questions or toll free 877-630-630. KSLR. Paula, I want to talk about Zeke a little bit more, but before we do that, you've got some stuff coming up I'm sure you'd love people praying for you for. Yeah. Um, on Monday, and usually the first Monday of the month, I have the women's prayer breakfast at my house, but because we have the pastor's wives um, conference, I'll be out of town, so the prayer breakfast will be on the 8th. But anyway, um, the pastor's wives conference. Uh, it's a retreat. Well, we call it, yeah, it's a retreat. Um, we're the, the pastor's wives from Calvary Chapel, San Antonio. Um, we're going, and our theme this year is God is or Jesus is. And so each one of us will take um, 20, 30 minutes to do a devotion uh, while we're out of town. And then, you know, we'll go out to dinner and just kind of relax at the hotel we're staying at. They have the best jacuzzi. Um, so we'll we'll do that. and. Uh, we're praying we have the two adjoining rooms that we've had for the last two years because we just, you know, when we're here in town, we're ministering to all the other ladies in the church, and that's a good thing. But uh, in these two and a half days, it's just, well, ten of us are going. It'll just be the ten of us um, just get to hang out with one another and um, see what the Lord has been doing in us and through us since this time last year. It's just a sweet and wonderful time to kind of relax. We don't have to do a bunch of stuff. Now, we do have an appointment. <laughs> we got a, it's a happy hour for a massage. So we're leaving here Monday morning at <laughs> 7.30 because the happy hour is from 10 to 11. But they're so sweet because all 10 of us want a massage that they're extending it for the 10, 10 o'clock hour and the 11 o'clock hour because they can only do five of us at a time um, for $25. Yeah, boy, that's going to be awesome. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we have, um, you know, and for the first time this year, thank you, we have uh, Pastor, uh, well, let me see, how do I want it? Dr. Pastor Peter Paley's wife, DP3, Sheba, and then Brian Jones, wife Nancy, they're they're joining us as they've been made pastor's wives this last year. So it's it's gonna be fun. Yeah. It's gonna So be fun. our our retreat theme for the men was just be with Jesus. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna just be with Jesus. That's all we're gonna do. In the word and in the massage. Mm-hmm. And Jacuzzi. They have a nice gym there. They also <laughs> feed you breakfast and really, really good snacks at night so we don't even have to spend a lot of money on food it's just a real nice place and they have um, this it's an indoor courtyard and they have these two beautiful swans called uh butch and sundance so you guys can't afford to spend money on food i know how much you spend on starbucks <laughs> <laughs> that is true except that i was given a really good gift card for starbucks so i think we're set pastor Ron. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, we used to fly to California, but I like this way a, a, a kind of a lot better. Plus, it's cheaper. Yep, love, <laughs> love the money we save. That's yeah. good. That's good. Uh, and then um, I'll come back, and then for about a few days we'll be home together. And then uh, a bunch of us have been asked to uh, go back to Calvary Chapel Reynosa and put on a retreat for them. It's been a conference. This is their first retreat. They've never um, been able to stay away from home. They would just come on Friday night, go home, and then come for Saturday morning and then go home. Well, this time they're having their retreat at a hotel. And they're doing the Thursday night and Friday night, you know, kind of 
emulating what we do here. And so um, we're excited. And uh, I think mostly it's Calvary Chapel San Antonio. <laughs> we're doing the retreat. I think we have the most people going, but isn't that a blessing? And the theme is Come Away, My Darling. That's good. From Song of Solomon 210. So mm-hmm. uh, that is their first um, Last year was their first conference. This year's their first retreat. Uh, uh, Pastor Martine and Adriana. Yeah. Uh, we planted that church, what, 10? 11 or 12 years 11 ago 11 or 12 now. years ago mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, Reynosa, just south of McAllen, just across the border, uh, is one of the really most more difficult places to go and certainly dangerous. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's always armed people going yeah. up down the streets yeah. and those kind of things. So we would appreciate your prayers for that. Uh, but but the opportunity to encourage them, they've been so faithful in the work down there, mm-hmm. and uh, the Lord is is doing some neat stuff. So uh, to be able to go down and help is a, is a really, really good thing. Yeah. To just encourage them, and that's kind of my word for today if we have any time, just to talk about, you know, encouragement, how we can be encouraged and how uh, we can encourage others. And so, um, yeah, so come away, my darling, Song okay. of Solomon 210. Okay, and, and then, then by the way, you if, you're take, if you're taking notes in the audience, okay, that means I'm going to be alone <laughs> on two consecutive weekends. Well, no, it's no, a, no it's Monday through through Monday through Wednesday. Yeah, through Wednesday, mm-hmm. the first one. Mm-hmm. So but I'll be back the, here next Thursday. Then the following weekend. And then the following weekend. Okay. Yes, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So I'll miss that. I'll miss two weeks from today on the show. Well, if you leave me any money, I'll buy another mop. <laughs> That's an inside joke. Everybody knows what that means. But <laughs> hey, Pastor Ron, you had a question the other day, and you asked. You told the lady, or whoever, I don't know if it was a call or a question thing, um, where you said, "How do you and I balance ministry and marriage, or marriage and ministry?" And I was really thinking about that, um, and then, but I don't even think about that. Tell you the truth, it's like, hmm, do we have to do that? No, I think our life is just we're married and now we're in the ministry, and so that's just what we do. Yeah, uh, I couldn't come up with anything other than date day. Date day is um, the one day where it's just really you and I, but here we are on the radio. <laughs> yeah, six years ago that changed, didn't it? Yeah ministering um, once again and so um, a balance um, I don't know see I was afraid of that because in California when you were in the business world you were married to your job Um, yeah it was dark when you got up and left for work and then it was dark and late when you came home and so yes at the beginning I thought oh man he saved and this is one of those guys like like Paul. You know, if he's into something, he's in it all the way. And so I'm going to be, it's going to be okay. I'm, I'm saved. He's saved. We're going to heaven. But is he going to be around? You know, because he's going to try to get everybody saved. <laughs> and the little woman will just be home kind of thing. Um, and so I thought that at the beginning. But that didn't, that didn't happen. So. Praise the Lord. I think one of the things that, that I said in response to that question the other day, Paula, was that uh, when you call, answer the call of Jesus, um, you're all in. There, there, there's no balancing. Uh, it's, it's a radical call. Um, God wants every ounce of you. Um, the key is to be called, understand the calling is, is together and, and to be completely all in together. So there's no uh, competing for um, there's no competing for time. It's not like well he's always there or she's always ministering. When do I get my time with her? When do my needs get met? Kind of thing, because we're we're committed to whatever it is that the the Lord wants to do, and um, that's what I mean when I say when we agree to agree with God. There's no room for the devil to come in and start messing with things. So I think it's just one of those things where you've got to decide that this is our life. You know, when Paul writes, when Christ, who is our life, appears. Mm-hmm. And I always think about that. It, we can't say that. We, we won't look forward to his appearing if he's not our life. Mm-hmm. 
So if he is our life, that means, um, according to Romans chapter 12, that we got to throw ourselves on the altar of sacrifice. And, and um, we really don't give any time to ourselves. And yet, understanding that, Jesus always provides plenty. We get plenty of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesus provides plenty. Yeah. Okay, so when we first started, just just in case that person is listening or, you know, new pastor, new wife, and you have those kind of uh, strange expectations, you know. Before we left California, remember that lady told me, you know, hey, you can't wear your hair like that, and you gotta you gotta wear dresses now, and and don't you play the piano or something, or you know, kind of a thing where we feel pressure to meet a role that we may not be called to meet, or or gifted to meet, mm-hmm. or gifted to meet, yes. And so um, sometimes, you know, at the beginning, you kind of feel that pressure of, um, well, especially with the wife, she has to be the the women's minister and she has to be kids ministry and she has to be set up the church make sure it's clean when's the communion stuff i mean who's going to keep the books all that stuff and pretty much that all falls maybe on the woman because the pastor he's got to study you gotta bring a good word you it's know it's not right for us to leave the prayer and the study of the word <laughs> yeah. to wait on table yeah but but it is and, and part of that training of course is what god used to really knit our hearts together to understand what ministry was yeah and then with counseling you know you got to counsel women together yeah um just we'll we'll be back Jimmy, we'll get you on the other side of the break. You're listening to the Date Day edition of The Word to Stand On for Life. I'm Pastor Ron Arbaugh. Please call 340-9585 for your calls and questions or toll-free 877-630-KSLR. We will be back in two minutes. To the word to stand on for life. We're taking your calls at 340-9585 or toll-free 877-630-KSLR. Now, here's Pastor Ron Arbaugh. Welcome back to the second half of the program. Paula, we've got 30 minutes left to be brilliant. So why don't we start with Jimmy, who's been very patient holding, and then we'll get to some of the other stuff that we want to talk about. Jimmy, thanks for calling. You're on the air. Hi. Hi, Jim. Um, I'm so glad. I'm, hi, how are you doing? I'm so glad that I, I went to the men's retreat. We are, too. And, uh, it was awesome. <laughs> and things are, things are like, looking better with me and my wife. And, and we're talking now. We're talking more like humans. And uh, Praise the Lord. We can talk to each other. So, you know, step by step, you know, one day at a time. What a, what and, a great uh, report that is, Jimmy. Thank you. Yeah, and thank you for always welcoming me. Every time you saw me, you gave me a big hug, and you know, and that that meant a lot to me. And then that that tall guy, what's his name? The praise and worship leader. Hey, everybody's tall to me, Jimmy. Uh, Pastor Lane. Yeah, he's the one that sang Jocelyn's husband. Yes, Jocelyn's Pastor husband. Lane. Yeah, he yeah, he prayed with me for a long time. Oh, good. And that Saturday night, you know, because I was asking him questions. And after he finished singing, and before we ate briskets, and then uh, and uh, he prayed <laughs> with me for a long time. <laughs> but uh, but uh, and and then I made sure I gave him a plate because I talked to the other people, so I didn't want them not to miss out on the briskets. But anyway, <laughs> I was going to tell you, <laughs> I was going to tell you that. Um, yeah, I'm very grateful and I'm very thankful to the Lord first, Jesus Christ. I'm very thankful for, and for Him making a way for me to uh, to go to the, the men's retreat. Now I'm looking forward to go to another one next year, and uh, I had a good time. And I was going to tell you, um, this is guy that we sang praise and worship, but I can hear him. He went, and I want to. I like to meet him. He always went, woo! And we sang praise and worship. <laughs> Uh, who is that? I was like, oh. I mean, yeah. That's that. That's a guy in our church. You know, for the longest time, we had a hard time uh, learning where the woo came from. Now we we do things orderly and and mm-hmm. under control, uh, but Sean gets so excited about the worship. 
uh, every right. once in a while a woo will come out. Mm-hmm. And uh, God has done so much in his life. His marriage was gone, dead. And, and God completely resurrected. I hope that encourages you. So Sean has a lot to woo about. <laughs> and so sometimes if you hear right in the middle of, of our worship set, woo, in fact, I can now almost predict when they're coming. Mm-hmm. And if Sean somehow has to miss church or he's sick or something like that, when when the song comes up where I know he's going to do it, I'm going to say, Sean's not here, Paula. I know. We need a woo. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, uh, he's, yeah, he's, he's a great guy. It gave me encouragement when you did that. I was like, wow, this guy's really into praise and worship. <laughs> I, was, I was crying, too. I was crying, you know, the first night. I was crying. Because I was in the front. I was right there in the front listening and singing. And I was singing along. But anyway, I, I, that's all I wanted to say. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jimmy. Appreciate it. We're praying for you and your wife. And thank you for the great report. Those things are really, really important. I'm just informed, too, by the way, that we have a backup <laughs> woo guy. I didn't know that. <laughs> so if Sean's not here, Felipe has to take Step over. Step it up, Felipe. Yeah, so uh, I'm just getting uh, some emails. Can I just ask everybody to pray? A friend of mine, um, a man who has been um, pretty consequential, in our walk with the Lord, a pastor of Calvary Chapel in Phoenix for many, many years, now a pastor of a church in London that he planted. Uh, his name is uh, Pastor Bob. I had a heart attack today, and uh, we're not yet sure how he's doing. So if you keep Pastor Bob from London in your prayers, we would appreciate it. He is really a great guy. Um, let's go to Angel Online One. Angel, thanks for calling. You're on the air. Angel, are you there? Angel, baby. What? Come on, Angel. Oh, we got some. Hello. Yeah. Oh, are you there, Angel? Okay. Yes, sir. Yes. You're okay. on the air. Okay, excellent. Thank you. I was calling because I was I was reading the uh, Acts 2, you know, the portion which Peter addressed the crowd. And it says, these people are not drunk, suppose you suppose it's only nine in the morning this is not what was this is no this is what was spoken by the prophet joel or joel Mm -hmm. in the last god says i will pour out my spirit on all people your sons and daughters will prophesy your young men will see visions your old men will dream dreams even with on my servants both men and women i will pour out my spirit in those days and they will prophesy i will show wonders in the heaven above and the signs on earth below blood and fire and billows of smoke the sun will turn to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the lord my question was um obviously we're not seeing a lot of that where the prophesying of these of of what he's talking about now uh, my question was is there the the signs and the wonders in the heaven and the signs in the such as blood you know and i thought to myself well there's there's every once in a while there's rivers and stuff like that turns to as they would say blood and they pretty much blame it on bacteria and then fire you know we see all kinds of crazy fires breaking out billows of smoke the sun will be turned to darkness and eclipse and the moon to blood you know the blood moons that we've seen recently now my question is 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 this supposed to be before the time frame or is it supposed to be during the time frame of what god is talking about about the prophesizing yeah angel that's a great question the the key word there is before when peter under the inspiration of holy spirit quotes the the prophet joel he says before the great and dreadful day of the lord so what we got is two time frames um, the, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit comes before the signs and wonders that will appear in the sky and before that great and dreadful day. So we've got two things going on. One, as you know, Angel, it's the birth of the church. Um, the Spirit is poured out, and there were signs, the, the, the speaking in tongues, the cloven tongues of fire. Uh, the sound of a mighty rushing wind, but that's all to bring about the the church as we know it. That's the birthday of the church. The other references in the prophecy of Joel are references to the very end uh, during the Great Tribulation. So the signs and wonders, it has nothing to do with blood moons at all. And that passage has been misused so many times by those who are trying to sell their blood moon uh, formulas. 
Um, but but it is the signs and wonders that we can look at and read about in the book of Revelation from chapter 6 on uh, until we get to chapter 19 when Jesus returns. The signs and the wonders that are a part of the great tribulation when God is pouring out his wrath on all men. So uh, to be really clear, we've got two time frames. The church in the last days, the Spirit will be poured out and sons and daughters will prophesy and old men will have uh, will, will dream dreams and have visions. Um, but then after that is the great and dreadful day of the Lord. Uh, and that is a specifically Jewish construct. Remember, Peter was talking exclusively to Jews. And that would be a reference to the very end of the time that we call the Great Tribulation. Does that make sense? Yes, sir, it does. Okay. Angel, thank you very, very much. 340-9585 for your live calls and questions. Um, I thought I had a question, but I didn't. I want to read something so bad. I think he'd be okay for me reading it. <laughs> I think he would. Okay. This, I, I want to share this. Um, I just got it during the break. And um, I'm reading this because I want everyone in this audience, no matter what's going on in your life, I want you to, to know how eager God is to move in and through your life. I just got an email from Ezekiel, Zeke, who just got married yesterday. He said, I'd like to say thank you for everything that you do, that you are. Last night, we sat the kids down and explained to them, mostly his daughter, who's 10, that what her mom and I were doing was wrong, that we were living in sin by living together and having kids without being married, that for now, Jesus is going to be... For, for now, that for now on, Jesus is the center of our household, now and forever, and that things were going to change. Just taking her to school in the morning, I could feel the difference in our conversations on the way to school. There was a joy that hasn't been there in the past. I'm just in awe right now. I'm madly in love with the church and the way you and Pastor Ken teach the word. When you answer any question, your words are beautiful. I don't know the scriptures, but I know in my heart your answers are so in line with the scriptures and Jesus. I know without a doubt Jesus being the center of everything is everything that was missing in all our lives in our home. The Lord has overwhelmed me with gratitude and love. The whole body at Calvary Chapel and Jesus has flooded my heart with love. Just be with Jesus really captured my heart and spirit this time at the retreat. I woke up this morning to a new life. Everything seems different through my eyes and in my soul. All of Calvary Chapels grabbed me by my hand and pulled me to Jesus, pushing me exactly where the Lord wants me. What an amazing God we serve. Mm. You see, God's so eager to do that for all of us, Paula. I just think of that. I can hardly keep from crying. You yeah, too, me too. <laughs> but, but this was a man who got saved at, at a, our men's retreat a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they knew what they were doing was wrong. But Marcia, Marcia rather, Marcia. wasn't on board. And, and um, you know, there's kids. And, you know, faith takes some time to grow. Well, Jesus met him so powerfully. That's why when we talk about retreats being life changing and taking the time to go to them yep. and spending a little bit of money, whatever it is, to get there, yep. uh, Jesus meets us there. And he met Zeke in such a way that he went home and shared with his now wife mm-hmm. what they were doing was wrong. And he, he, he purposely said, Pastor, I'm not going to sin anymore. I'm done with that. I've got to fix this and make it right. And um, when he got home, Jesus was there. And she got saved the next morning before church. Not, yeah. You know, I'd like to say, well, boy, the message was great. But yeah, yeah, it everybody was speaking. Yeah, but it was, <laughs> it was, see, God wants to do this in every one of our lives. Mm-hmm. And we make excuses why we can't stop sinning. We make excuses, um, well, things aren't going right, well right now. Uh, we, we lose a sense of gratitude. Ezekiel, I don't think you're listening because I got this this email, but I will be sure to tell you in person. Never forget, you keep this email, Zeke, and you you remember how grateful, how overwhelmed you are right now, and you remember that every day that you wake up, 
The enemy's going to try to steal this joy from you, but Jesus is stronger. Just be with Jesus, and this joy will greet you every single morning, no matter what's going on in your lives. And what you and Marcia did for those children, mm-hmm. well, let's just say that heaven is parting now because of it. Mm-hmm. You showed them what faith is really all about. So I am grateful. Thank you, Zeke, mm-hmm. for for expressing it so beautifully. Yeah. You know, in fact, that's what we were talking about earlier um, from Psalm 51, when David said, you know, after his, and with Bathsheba, he says, <clears throat> against you and you only have I sinned and done this evil in your sight. And then in verse 7, starting, he says, purify me from my sins and I will be clean. Now, Zeke, now, you know, wash me and I will be whiter than snow. Oh, give me back my joy, which is what you just said. Give me back my joy again. You have broken me. Now let me rejoice. Don't keep looking at my sins. Remove the state of my guilt. And he was able to say to his daughter, you know, the one who could really understand what we've been doing is wrong, but I've been washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. And I can now tell you. Are you reading the NLT? I am reading NOT. Yeah, so don't keep looking at my sins. Remove the stain of my guilt. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a loyal spirit within me. Do not banish me from your presence and don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Again, restore to me the joy of your salvation and make me willing to obey you. Then I will teach your ways to rebels and they will return to you. You know, there's a word there for everybody listening to this program today. Restore unto me the joy of your salvation. Mm-hmm. It's not my salvation. Mm-hmm. It's a gift from God. But 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 to walk in the joy. Now, too often, Paul, we're focused on the things that are going on around us. And we're, we're focused on those things rather than keeping our eyes on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Uh, we need to be grateful people. And, and by and large, we're just not. I know it. And we need to get up every morning and be in awe. I remember when I got saved, I was just like Zeke and what he just expressed. Um, I didn't care who knew. Uh, I did dumb things. I'd sing out loud and I can't sing. And I'd skip because I just didn't know what else to do. I was so full of joy that just going out and taking a walk with Jesus meant the world to me. And I immediately but but it's never ceased I was amazed that I was going to heaven all I could think was I I did things I knew were wrong I've caused so much pain but Jesus you're taking me to heaven and and that's what we mean renew within me a right spirit restore unto me the joy of my salvation and everyone in this audience the only thing you have to do is do what David did when he wrote that you know Paula Psalm 51 so meaningful for for all of us but but psalm 51 more than any other reason or any other thing from david's life illustrates why he's called a man after god's own heart i often say he's the best repenter in the bible mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and this was right after nathan busted him yeah. for his sin with bathsheba yeah. and killing uriah's wife or, or i mean uh, right. uh, her, her mm-hmm. uh, uh, bathsheba was uriah's wife <laughs> and killing killing uh, uriah yeah and um, you know David tried to hide it for a year, a year and a half, huh? and um, uh, suddenly instead of having Nathan killed because he dared approach the king David fell on his face and said against thee and thee only have I sinned O God now you might argue that he sinned against Bathsheba that he sinned against Uriah for mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. but no it's against thee and thee only have I sinned And if we can stop and remember that our sins are only against God who gave everything for us, if we'll do that, then we'll have um, a a level of gratitude that will sustain us through anything. David understood that. At the end of his prayer of repentance, acknowledging his sin, acknowledging that it was his fault. Mm-hmm. It wasn't anything or anyone else. It was his fault. He could have said, well, that woman was bathing naked on the roof, and, you know, I'm just a man, and what's a man going to do? Mm-hmm. Instead, he said, God, I sinned against you, and I'm sorry. But now he understood he was free. And so he could say, renew within me a right spirit mm-hmm. and restore to me the joy of my salvation. We've got to be more grateful because that's where joy comes from yeah you know talking about um encouragement er earlier you know getting encouraged and i've been writing a couple of things down as we've just been talking and so um encouragement 
through worship as Jimmy called in and he was encouraged through the worship of woo and then the worship leader himself praying for him for a long time and then encouragement in fellowship you know uh, Paul I'm kind of like Paul too we're both people people you know we need fellowship and so in fellowship um, and then this last one is gratitude like with David he was grateful um, for the cross actually um, and we could all we should all be grateful for the cross you know when we think about what we've done or what others have done to us in light of the cross what we've done or what has been done to us pales way pales in comparison to what Jesus did for us and that he could say you know have mercy on me O God because of your unfailing love, because of your great compassion, blot out the stains of my sins. That he knew he could he could call on God to do that very thing. Um, cause him to be grateful, you know. Or purify me. Don't keep looking at my sins. Restore to me. Forgive me, you know. Um, he could, he knew he could ask. And when we're a little down and out, instead of being condemned and staying away from the Lord. Yeah, be convicted because we're all born sinners. We're all sinners and we do sin. Just run to Jesus. Again, here we are. Just be with Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) And he will say, I was just waiting for you to say I'm sorry. But come on, baby, let's start over again. Yeah, there's a lot of New Testament theology in Psalm 51. And if we would just remember that, instead of trying to sort of debate with God about why we're doing what we're doing or whether it's really sin, well, I don't think it's that bad. Uh, if we will agree with him, then this is the kind of freedom and this is the kind of joy. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, Zeke's email that I just read is, is um, a perfect living, breathing example of how God is faithful when we're faithless. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we we do a study uh, the how much more is of God. If you if you go through Romans, especially mm-hmm. how much mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. Ephesians, how much mm-hmm. more uh, if the we, overpluses. Yeah, if we focus on Him and the how much mores that are ours by born again birthright, mm-hmm. um, then our lives never have to be the same. Yeah. And and David who didn't have to repent. I mean, he's a king. Mm -hmm. But he'd rather be with God than pretend that he was still the king. Mm -hmm. So that's just one of those really, really great things. 340-9585. We've got a few minutes left if anybody wants to call. Paula, what do you want to talk about next? Well, you know, you have been telling the people it's Joy of Jesus all the time here. And so we have another event coming up, this non-event church who's turned into a very eventful place. Well, Joy of Jesus is the last Saturday of October, which will be here. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) It's a month away. (laughs) It's a month from tomorrow. We need to hurry up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, you know, we give... And people will say, well, what is Joy of Jesus? Well, it's at Travis Park, and it's 11 to 3 for, you know, non-participants. For the church, it's 7 o'clock until maybe about 5. Um, but you got to be there because there's no explaining it, really. And even if I tried, I would miss something. So um, Joy of Jesus is, uh, is our biggest outreach of the year at Travis Park. Um, and right now we're collecting clothes, and they can be brand new, of course, but gently used and clean socks, tube socks, because the medical team uh, uses them for. Yeah, there's a, you know we take Malta Medical down there, and mm-hmm. and uh, there's a lot of infections and things. So so brand new tube socks yeah. gives them a way to kind of keep the the wounds clean. Yeah, clean. Okay, and then. Underwear, but uh, it has to be new underwear. And I'm, I'm emulating our announcer when he says new underwear. <laughs> so, um, but uh, use glasses. There's a, a glasses Re- reading ministry. Glasses. Reading glasses, yes. Um, purses, Bank- backpacks. Blankets. Blankets, yeah. 
Uh, coats are a big deal. Coats uh, are a big we're deal. We're coming into winter, mm -hmm. and coats are a big deal. And and they're literally throughout the day at Travis Park on that day, there'll be thousands of people yeah. through the park. Uh, we'll have a concert and lots of music, and I mean it's a really fun thing. Yeah, give lots but, of food away. Yeah, but but it, it's it's serving, and and yeah. we cook hot food, and we sit down and have meals with people. Yeah. Yeah. There's the kids' drama teams yeah. and the dance teams and yeah. all the stuff that you'd expect. Yeah, uh, we have a clown ministry. Yeah. Um, just so much is going on. It's, mm -hmm. We give away bicycles. bicycles. Yep. Uh, we're actually looking for bicycles to be donated, um, bicycles in working condition. Uh, when you minister with the homeless community, having a bicycle, being mobile, uh, for some of them is different between life and death. And mm -hmm. so I think last year we gave away 60 bicycles. Mm -hmm. or and chains so they can take yeah. care of them. Chain locks, yeah. Mm -hmm. Chains and locks, yeah. So we, we need um, um, just, just those kind of things. And we're not asking our radio audience for those things unless the Lord moves on your heart. But all of that is provided by our church body here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we get nothing from this except the joy of serving the Lord. Yeah. And Jesus, because we're just with Jesus yes, that's at right. Travis Park, <laughs> that's his favorite day. Yeah. We get to hug people that aren't used to being hugged. Mm -hmm. Oh, haircutting, manicures, uh, pedicures, I think in some cases. Not, not, pedicures. not pedicures, but massages. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it gets so on and on. Yes, yeah, I can't makeup, even tell. Makeovers, yeah. all kinds of stuff that yeah. we do. So lots of, lots of neat stuff. That's the last Saturday in October, and we'll be talking about it more every year. I'll have Pastor Juan, mm -hmm. who is our Joy of Jesus pastor. Um, but, but this is our signature event uh, every year. And, um, you know, my favorite thing after Joy of Jesus is the Sunday. Oh, yeah following joy of jesus because mm -hmm. this place is just electric yeah. people are so yeah. thrilled yeah. they've seen god's hand move through them mm -hmm. we'll have i don't know seven or eight hundred of our people there serving mm -hmm. At least. Uh, so it's it's one of those things paula now we're inside one minute i know and there was another thing see in encouragement i have a whole list so worship fellowship gratitude for the cross and serving together serving others and it's not just the homeless population it's anybody everybody who comes down there i mean we, a lot of people are having business meetings and they look out the office windows and like what's going on and they come over people have gotten saved what's the guy scott what was it what was his uh, occupation he was a physicist a physicist He'll probably, he'll probably email you pretty soon, Pastor Ron, to say that haircut that changed his life is still on the go. Thanks for tuning in today. Uh, we appreciate it more than you know. You've been listening to the Date Day edition of The Word to Stand On for Life. I'm Pastor Ron Arbaugh, and you're stuck with me. I'll be back tomorrow at 4 o'clock on AM 630, The Word. We'll see you then. God bless. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thanks for spending this time with Calvary Chapels, The Word to Stand On for Life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. The Word to Stand On for Life is on every weekday afternoon at 4, and Pastor Ron invites you to find out more about Calvary Chapel at calvarysa.com. The Word to Stand On for Life was sponsored by Calvary Chapel of San Antonio. Turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525.